gather around friends, new and old, and welcome to the Powwow Podcast. And I just want to say before we start anything else, we at Powwow Podcast promote drinking and using substances responsibly. Do not drink and drive. Do not whatever. Phil and I are both somewhat or maybe more than somewhat inebriated right now. I am your host, David, and over there... I am your other host, Philip. <laughs> and I... Look, I mean, we're eight hours apart here, Philip. So, <laughs> so inevitably, if we were going to do this drunk slash high podcast, uh-huh. one of us was going to be at a very weird time of day to be either drunk or high. Right. And for me right now, it is... It is I woke up at 10. It is now 1 p.m. So it's the middle of the day. You are day I drinking. Am, I am day drinking. And like, <laughs> it is, like it's drunk. Sunday, though. Drunk. Yeah. It's Sunday. So, the, so the Lord is day rest. drinking even, is it wrong on a Sunday? I, I think anything goes on a Sunday, right? Anything, anything goes. The Lord goes and we all get lazy on a Sunday. Yeah. Why not? I mean, all right. So it's Sunday. I am. I've been drinking wine for a little bit to prepare for this episode. We are celebrating Christmas. This is our second week of Christmas. And um and I guess drinking is for for a lot of people at least a, a big part of our Christmas celebration. So this is our second week of our four weeks of Christmas and we are celebrating that aspect of Christmas celebration. We thought we would uh we would just talk about Christmas and and involve that while somewhat inebriated. We'll talk about what somewhat is, but yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, just the definition of what uh, that is. But hey, I did want to mention one last thing that will actually like sort of affect the podcast. This will be my last week. You are usually looking dazzling. Whenever we look at our promotion videos, you are always dazzling and I'm always looking just about grainy, practically coming through on some black and white film. And I am just have an old setup. But this is my last week because I bought uh, a MacBook. I bought, uh, I used the Black Friday sales and I bought a new MacBook Pro. And so by this time... Which one did you buy? The 14. I didn't know this. Yeah, the, the 14. The 14 inch, the new one. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, you'll tell me more about that once we once we end this recording. But th- that's awesome, cool. Absolutely. Yeah, I, mine is supposed to arrive on Wednesday. I ordered mine like a month ago. I don't that know. That is what's crazy. So what's long. taking you there? Wow, surprising. But uh, I'm excited. Let me let me tell you, I'm excited. Absolutely, it should arrive. But before, so this is my last week of of. Well, you were. Always, I mean, I don't think it'll affect plug the in. listeners not at all because. No. But, 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 you, yeah, but you get to I, you get to see it but, and have it affect you in different ways because you. When it comes phone. to the amount of time that I put into editing the promo videos, holy f- this is gonna help. This is gonna help my processing power so much. But anyway, we move on. Let's go to the main topic where we're gonna talk Christmas. All right. Well, I just want to say before we start, I am in. If you remember two weeks ago in the in the Thanksgiving episode, I gave you guys a Thanksgiving uh, recipe for eggnog. We made eggnog at my house for Thanksgiving, and because we're recording this two weeks in advance, 
I am currently drinking the leftovers of that eggnog, which was in the fridge, and it is fantastic. It has Kraken spiced rum, and it is... I, I, I started with wine, and I'm now on eggnog. Let me just say, drink responsibly. Try not to mix alcohols, but I'm qu- currently enjoying this eggnog very much. It's delicious, and it is keeping me going here. Drink responsibly. Be inebriated responsibly is how we'll word it. And... We are bad examples, is what I think I want to say. So, oh, totally. Well, totally not, bad examples. But but, but responsible uh, bad examples. Oh, always. Like, we're not, yes. I'm not driving anywhere. You're in for the night and, no, uh, well, for the rest I'm of the day. I'm staying home. Yeah. I'm staying home all day today. That's the only reason, right? Right. Otherwise, yeah. no alcohol. So, what we're doing for this main topic is we're going to just talk about Christmas and we're going to keep it fairly informal. We're not going to structure it, but we have in to tell them we have to many tell, ways. We have to tell them that we Go are on. inebriated. Like we haven't necessarily said. I that think yet. that's pretty clear. It's pretty clear, but we never actually said it. So just so everybody <laughs> knows, we're we're both a little not under the weather, but just under the influence of of uh, our different vices. So we are both of something. Of something. Something. Yeah. Something's going on. And uh, I am. I hope that this isn't too painful because this will either be like. Like one of the funnier things, like I'm hoping though, it doesn't become just a, like an hour long Seth Rogen thing. And we think it's funny here. We think okay. it's funny in the moment. I don't, you know what? Okay, I don't no. appreciate that. I don't appreciate that. That, that hit on my Seth Rogen imp- <laughs> impression. Oh, you caught which that? Which supposed, is supposed to be a Seth MacFarlane impression. Uh, that will never. I hate that that, that is permanently in the powwow history. Just in the history books of powwow podcasts. It's in there. It's somewhere in there. All right. It's let's in ca- there. Solidly. Let me ask you my first question here about Christmas. Oh, hold on. Hold on. These are the 12. So we each have six questions. Yes. Which together will make up the 12 questions of Christmas. It's supposed to be like, you know, like the 12 days of Christmas, but it's Christmas. Listen to me. I'm, I'm terrible. Christmas, but it's the 12 questions of Christmas. Go on. Your first question. Uh, what's your favorite Christmas tradition with your family? Oh, God. Oh, you know, I have a very similar question. But anyway, uh, my favorite have, yeah. Chris. My favorite Christmas. <laughs> we didn't agree on this Christmas thing. That's just you being drunk. Christmas, no, it's it's all me, man. Uh, my favorite Christmas tradition <laughs> is uh, is probably stockings. I love the stockings. Like you like stocking we do Christmas on Christmas morning, uh, and the first thing we always do is the stock. What do you say? I said stocking. I was making a joke about because you're like I like stocking. And then, so you'd be... No, I said stockings. I'm going to go stock Brittany today. Oh, oh, Megan, I'm going to go stock you. All right, so we do Christmas stockings first before any gifts are opened. We always do the stockings and... It's a, it's great. It's fantastic. Uh, my mom does a, a fantastic job of making everyone... Like, we, we started a few years ago, we started a tradition of doing, like, a secret Santa thing yeah. instead of everyone getting, like five gifts for the whole family. Everyone gets one person a gift just to make it a little bit more reasonable. And so my mom, because of that, decided so that so that she can like get everybody a gift, she puts everything into the stockings. So the stockings have, have vastly improved since we started doing Secret Santa. And it's fantastic. She does a wonderful job and she makes everyone, she gets everyone a gift through the stocking tradition. So it's easily my favorite tradition of Christmas. Your question. All right, my first question. Tell me about the first Christmas that you remember. Oh, uh, first Christmas that I remember, I was a young lad, 
at my grandma's house. I had just woken up from a nap. I remember it's dark outside and the only light shining through is the orange hue of the downstairs kitchen slash dining room. And uh, I go out the door to the orange hued light and I sit on the stair, on the top of the stair. And I liked to go down the stairs, but first, like sitting on it and then sliding to the next one because I was Oh, big. we've all been there. Yeah. We've all been there. Oh, it's a carpet. So, I mean, I'm not going to like hurt anything. It's not like I'm wood to bone, wood to bone, like break my tailbone. No, it, I'm going to slide down on the carpet because I'm a little kid and I have a big booty and so I can do that. And then, and I, it won't hurt anything. The biggest booty. The biggest booty. Uh, for those who have had the pleasure <laughs> to be walloped side by side walking or something. Um, but, uh, anyways, I was, I was like what I call booty bumping down and I smelled cookies. It was like Christmas cookies. It was so, it was so nice. And I just came down and I remember coming down to cookies. I don't even remember what I opened that year, but I just remember sliding down to Christmas cookies. Okay. Oh, wonderful. On the stairs, on my butt. All right. Did you ever believe in Santa or did you ever know someone who did? Oh, totally. Yeah, absolutely. Wait, first Probably part or second longer- part? The first part, I, I, I absolutely believe in believed in Santa, in Santa okay. uh, for longer than most kids, probably, because I remember being like 10 years old or nine years, no, nine years old, I think. By the time I was 10, I think I didn't, but nine years old and someone was like, you believe in Santa? And I was like, oh, you don't, <laughs> you know, like, you don't believe in Santa? How weird are you? You know, like. You would be that I, I think at that point, maybe I knew but I refuse to admit that I knew that Santa wasn't real. But man, yeah, definitely, yeah. I think that was one of the one of the coolest things as a kid was was believing in Santa and and not. Uh, yeah, absolutely, I believed in Santa. All right, wait. What was your second? What was the second part of your question? Did you ever know someone who did? It's not important. It was. Oh, just I mean, a, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yourself. What is your no, least no, no, no. favorite Christmas tradition, Phil? Wow, this could be dangerous. I gotta. Break through being inebriated and not say what. All right, what is the most the stupidest tradition? Well, your least favorite. Well, my my ah, is that it? I I think my least favorite. The first one that comes to my mind is uh, driving through. If I don't know if you've ever heard of zoo lights, it's like you go to the zoo, the local zoo here. And like you drive at like the back fences of all the animals, but through it, it winds through and it, it comes out to have like these zoo Christmas lights. And so it's essentially just a drive through Christmas light show. And uh, my parents really got into it. I was like there for like the last, my last two years of having to do it. So I didn't have to grow up with it like my sisters now do. They have to like go every time because it's tradition, but I wasn't a big fan of it. Okay. Okay. What's uh, my question? Um, what's your favorite Christmas <laughs> song? My favorite Christmas song? I I don't like a lot of Christmas songs. I have to admit, like, I find a lot of them really irritating. But, you know, I, I don't even know if I know the technical name of the song. But I always enjoy when it comes on or when I play it. Last year was the first time I played it for my family. They hadn't heard it before. But it was that song that goes... I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Only a hippopotamus will do. Yep. Yeah, that song is actually actually kind of a jam. Like I it's it's funky, it's weird, it's it's 
it's just sort of it's set apart from the rest of the Christmas songs. And so it's kind of enjoyable. I I can enjoy that song more so than any other Christmas song because the rest of them are kind of samey samey, a little bit on the irritating side, especially when they play for a month on end. Ugh. But the hippopotamus song is is a thing on its own. So that's probably my favorite Christmas song, except for maybe. And this is kind of the, the most depressing Christmas song. The last Christmas I gave you my heart. No, if you, that's not a depressing the very song, man. Next day you gave it away. Gave it. This year, yeah, to save me from tears. They all know what you're saying. I'll give it to someone special. You don't need to sing the whole thing, but I sing sing a decent amount of it so that people can enjoy my my dulcet tones. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, my question, what is a Christmas tradition that you haven't taken part in, but you have wanted, you've always wanted to enjoy? Something that you don't normally do, but you would really want to do. If I were to say like Hanukkah, would that count? I mean, you said Christmas, but it's like they said it too. <laughs> not really, but not really. if you have a specific tradition, then why not? Right. Well, I think they have their own. It's a, it's a tradition all itself. It's like the 12 nights. I'd just be interested to try that out one year. Not like convert, <laughs> but just like to try it out. <laughs> okay. What does it feel like Christmas time? When does it feel like Christmas time for you? I guess the 6th of December, because <laughs> just in Europe, date? there's a big thing. There's a big thing for like the fir- the 5th and 6th of December. It's in, in the Netherlands, it's called Sinterklaas. In, the, in Germany, it's called uh, Sankt. Nikolaus or something it's like it's the Saint Nicholas Day basically where there's it's it's almost bigger than Christmas here in northern Europe but it's it's different it's it's like you I think in Germany I remember you put out your shoe on the 5th of December and on the 6th of December Saint Nicholas is supposed to leave like candy in there for you like chocolates or whatever so that's like a big tradition in northern Europe which is I we've never really celebrated but I guess only after that point does it really feel like Christmas. What artist would you want to see release a Christmas album? And which Christmas song would you expunge from the history books? Uh, now, I just want to say before you, before, while you think. I already know. Think about it while I, while I say this. My, I already know. The artist that I want to see release a Christmas album is Metallica. I would love to see a Metallica Christmas album. But I don't know. It would probably rock. Oh, it would. I would. Christmas album, don't even need to think twice about it. Oh, actually, no, I do. Oh, you know what? Just to piss you off, I'm going to go with Sam Smith. I wish Sam oh. Smith would release a Christmas oh. album. Ah. God. Ah. Gross. Disgusting. Disgusting. No, thank you. What was your second part I of the would, question? I would pay money to not hear that on Christmas. Hmm. What was uh, the last part of your question? Which... Christmas song that is currently, you know, a well-known Christmas song, I guess, would you completely expunge from the history books, completely nullify, get rid of, whatever? Yeah, gotcha. I love uh, the word expunge. It's a fantastic word. It is. It is. All the props to you. Uh, it's a song called, like, Mama's Shoes. Mama's Shoes. It's a Christmas song. I know you probably never heard of it. And it's like, it's about this little kid who's singing about his mom who has cancer, who's like dying. And it's a Christmas song. Oh, it's so tender. Yeah. And it's like, ah, 
So it's like Mama's Shoes. And Mama meets Jesus tonight is kind of how the Oh, God. Goes. I've never heard that before. I'm glad I haven't. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's okay, pretty, your next pretty, question. Pretty sad. Uh, what is the most Christmas giving styled thing you do all year? I guess kind of like what's your most charitable act of all year to that would be within the realm of Christmas? I mean, maybe it it more applies to November in in lead up to Christmas. Christmas, listen to me. I'm just yeah, terrible. From Christmas to Christmas. Christmas, Christmas. Slipmas. I guess in in November, I usually donate to Movember, which is the um, Mo the charity that that Mo, uh, Mo. raises awareness and money for men's health, both uh, testicular, prostate, and prostate cancer testicular and prostate cancer and men's mental health which are uh big causes that i'm a champion for but in uh during christmas i don't know i I think most of my charitable efforts are are in november and then i i don't i don't follow that up very well in december but maybe i should volunteer somewhere i I would like to do that i think yeah luckily i live in northern europe where we're things are more well taken care of than in most of the US. My question, stranded in a freak Arizona blizzard, a newly single Ariana Grande shows up at your house with nowhere else to go. What are you cooking and how are you celebrating Christmas this year? Yeah. What am I cooking? I'm cooking up something good looking. That's what I'm cooking. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't even know where that goes. Uh, what am I cooking? I'm probably cooking like salmon is probably my best bet. Maybe with some like uh, quinoa rice. And um, and maybe we'll go like what would be like a dessert or like a, like a nice cool cheesecake. Cheesecake. Yeah. Why not? I can get that. You're from very non-traditional. I have to say, you're very non-traditional. But but you know it, that that has its that has its appeal. Of course it does. Great. If you could receive any gift from Santa this year, what gift would you want? I would want a film camera, maybe. Yeah, you said you wanted that. But I think it's like something something that, that has to do with film. Yeah. I just want the ability to make my own films, which to an extent I have already. You know, there's a lot that you can do with what I have, like a, just an iPhone camera. Any iPhone camera within the last four years is pretty decent already, but yeah, I would want some, maybe like a film camera or, or, I mean, that's pretty expensive, but maybe like some, some, uh, lavalier microphones that I could use. Lavalier? Just something that I can use to create. I want to be able to create in a more effective manner than I'm able to currently. But yeah, I think that's a good gift I would love from, from good old Santa, Santa Claus, Santa Claus this year. All right, my last question, Phil, for you. Where is somewhere you've always wanted to spend Christmas and where is somewhere that you would never want to spend Christmas? Somewhere I've always wanted to experience Christmas would be like, what about just Hawaii? Because you get, (laughs) I mean, if you're going to be somewhere, being there for Christmas, I, I mean, it's not cold. It's probably like the perfect time over there, I'd assume. So you just go over there and- Does it get cold in Arizona on Christmas? It's cold right now. That's why I'm wearing a jacket. Really? Yeah. Okay. All it's right. a desert. Right. It, it goes to extreme heats on both ends. Right. Uh, what was the second part of the question? 
Where would you never want to spend Christmas? I would never want to spend Christmas in Disneyland. Not even the better <laughs> Disney park. It's not even Disney World. It's just Disneyland. And I I hate how atrocious people can like go and want to be like master schedulers of the entire park to be like plan it all out and be there December morning because it's less of a jam there on Christmas morning than it is any other day. So God, to be stuck in a line of Disneyland where there's a line to even get out of the dang park, get me out of there. This episode of Pow Wow Podcast is sponsored by Sides. Meet Sides, S-I-D-E-S, an app that helps you take the law into your own hands. Turn ordinary agreements into binding contracts in seconds. Then if a dispute arises, Sides will step in to resolve it for you. Wait, Phil, that one, that was supposed to be my line. What did we agree to in the contract? I don't know. I, I guess we can use sides to settle this dispute because each dispute costs a small one-time fee. And if you win, which I will, it's all awarded back to you. Sign up now and get 16% off for a limited time only. All right. This is Mad Libs where we're going to tell a story. And <laughs> and the other person has to fill in the blanks of the, the blank spaces in the story. Yes. You doing okay, man? <laughs> Me? Yeah. You still good? Good, good, good. good. All right. Uh, do you want to go first or should I go first? You go first. I'll go first. Okay. All right. I will tell my story. Well, sorry. I will ask for your input here and then I will tell my story. All right. Okay. So first I need a noun from you, Phil. Grasshopper. Grasshopper. Perfect. Uh, I need an adjective. Sleek. I love it. <laughs> Fantastic. Right now, do you think I'm more All drunk right. than you? Is that why you're laughing? Uh, no, I'm pretty drunk. Uh, all right. I need a body part. What about kneecap? Kneecap. And I need a location. Brazil. <laughs> Brazil. Perfect. And lastly, another noun. Parakeet. Here is my story. There once was a plucky little grasshopper. He had always wanted to see a sleek Christmas, and so for the first time in his life, he left his home behind to embark on, a, on an adventure. It wasn't far down the road before he fell and broke his kneecap. It was a real bump in the road, but the grasshopper wouldn't let it stop him. With his broken kneecap, he crawled his way to the nearest bus station and hopped on a bus to Brazil. Upon arrival, he met a kindly parakeet who welcomed him to a sleek Christmas paradise. The grasshopper had gotten the sleek Christmas he had always wanted. All right, your turn, man. My turn. Um, I need a verb. A verb? Yep. Um, shoot. To shoot, or shooting, or shooted, or shot, or whatever. Yes. Not shooted. Definitely shot. Next, I need a name for a group. A group? Like a boy band, or like a... Sure, that'll work. The Sensualizers. The Sensualizers. I like it. <laughs> Next... I need a sound that you would make if a family member walked in on you and a partner were caught in the middle of something cooking. Wait, the sound I would make? Yeah, the sound you would make. 
All right. Uh... Ah, what are you doing? Okay. Now you got to remember that. And I will point to you every time I need you to make that sound throughout <laughs> this story. And you have to do that. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Next one. Name of a product you would find in a made-for-TV ad. The Swiffer. I think, well, I mean, that's a real thing, but okay. The the top shelf duster. How about that? And the last part is a verb. Chop. Okay, here we go. Our story begins where we left off. Dr. Nefario had begun his evil plan towards world domination through mass use of public hairs. But where was Captain Pickle to be found? Well, actually, he was shooting with the evil doctor's henchmen named the Sensualizers. He had to be careful as shooting was considered rather raunchy and he had a public image to uphold. But he quickly outwitted the sensualizers by using his most recently discovered fighting style known as... Oh, what are you doing? Grunting out the fight sounds as he went. A... Oh, what are you doing? We're here for this baddie, a backhanded jab with a little... Oh, what are you doing? There, and a double... Oh, what's a body part? A body part? Yeah, give me a body part. But... And a double butt sound for the final two, the sensualizers up Main Street. Ah! What are you doing? As for the mass of pubic hairs, Captain Pickle brought out his utility belt and whipped out his trusty, the cart shelf duster, which helped him shave down his competition. Now, with the evil doctor's plan ruined, it was time to chop the doctor himself, and he would chop the doctor like the doctor had never chopped before. Will Captain Pickle defeat his archenemy? Find out in the thrilling conclusion next time on Mad Libs. Up, up, and ah. Uh... Ah, what are you doing? <laughs> All right, on our once more, we're going to talk a little bit about the first time that we were ever inebriated. And I'm pretty sure I've told my story before, so we're going to go to Phil first. Well, mine is I was young and just like almost out of high school and I was with my friends and they had uh, done it before and I hadn't and I just I went up and got like a, a brownie and they're like here because I was like I'm asthmatic so I can't smoke so I got half a brownie of um, medicinal brownie <laughs> and a medicinal brownie of course of course and of course. so we've all had those and so, uh, but I, I was like a bigger guy. So I ate my half of the brownie and they're all like slowly getting crossfaded and everything. And I'm there like, wow, I feel nothing. I don't feel high at all. And then eventually I got hungry and I was like, hmm. And I was like, hey guys, do you want to go to get some Wendy's? And they're like, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I was, so I grabbed the keys and literally as I grabbed the keys, I got a freaking light switch. I just knocked myself out. Because I was like, whoa, I cannot drive. And then I started to feel kind of like how I feel like right now. And uh, it was crazy. When I, I think I, I definitely think I told this story before, but I'm not 100% sure. I went to a rugby game in the UK with my dad. He took me and we had some beers at the rugby game in London. So we flew to London, went to this rugby game, had some beers. And then afterwards, we went to this Mexican restaurant and had some margaritas. And I got drunker than I probably ever expected to get 
because it was like one of those days where you drink sort of slowly, so you never really get drunk, but you get really, really, you get the full force of the hangover afterwards. So that was kind of my experience the next morning. And that next morning, I had to fly back to where we lived. So so we flew from London to where we lived, and and so I was really, really hungover at that point. But I guess the first time I ever felt the effects of anything were well, the first time I went to a bar. I had my first few beers. My the first time I'd ever had multiple beers on end, and my friend and I both looked like both looked at each other more or less at the same time. We were like, "Oh my god, I feel it!" Oh, and so <laughs> it was. It was a whole experience, and uh, and again, I just want to advocate safe, legal consumption of any sort of substances but yeah it was it was it was kind of funny and from this point we would like to hand you over to a sober phil and a sober david to host this game with a wonderful guest here we go all right and it is time for the game one of our favorite parts of the of the the show and because christmas is all about family i thought why not invite a family member someone very dear to my heart on to play this game with us on this uh, on our second week of christmas it's our second week right am i it totally week losing two it of the four it week. is week two and and so we welcome on my brother luke who is uh, an angsty teenager who's way cooler than either phil or myself but uh, don't tell him I said that. Welcome on, Luke. Hello. I, I'm not angsty. Uh, I, I, think, I, I think that's a bit <laughs> slanderous. Well, maybe. <laughs> it's all about perspective. From my perspective, you're an angsty teenager. Well, maybe maybe, maybe your perspective doesn't mean anything anymore. Huh? Well, there you go. There, there's the angst we were looking for. <laughs> I love, I love an inner family quabble uh, or a squabble. There we go. Uh, all right, my first question for you, Luke, since I don't know you nearly as well as David would. What is the best quality all Hoffmans have? Hmm, I would have to say probably. I guess we're all pretty stubborn, and that's the like best that's quality. Pretty- is that the best quality yeah, we have? I think, I, I, th- I think that. I think no. I think that makes us pretty unique. You know. It's not a very common. We are quality. uniquely stubborn. Yeah, there you go. But it's, in a positive it's, it's a good way. thing. It's a good thing. All right, your turn, Hoffman. Or I guess. All right, you. all right, Luke. I know you quite well. You might think so. I'm going to ask you this question: Would you rather be the first to skateboard on Mars or sit down and play video games with Elon Musk? Which one would you rather do? And let me just say, if you if you're if you want to be the first to skateboard on Mars, you have to go and live on Mars for quite some time. I would imagine. I feel like I can do both if I sit down and play video games with Elon <laughs> Musk. If you think about it, I, I mean, I yeah, like they I are very, pretty they good are very closely linked. Yeah. All right, my last question for you, Luke: If you could force David to buy you any gift of any worth, what would you have him buy you? I I guess maybe. A, a really fast car. I feel like that'd be pretty nice. You know, I, mean, I can't drive it right now, but when I can, that will be really nice. Yeah, a nice, <laughs> a nice Corvette there, uh, David. A nice Corvette for your younger brother. God, you're so American. No, no, <laughs> we like European cars. Oh, a Fiat. Like Lamborghinis or Ferraris or Porsches. Or a Toyota. Oh, that would be nice. 
Yeah, like a Ferrari or even like a McLaren would be nice. A McLaren. Oh, McLaren. Good choice. Absolutely. Good choice. I promise one day if I am a multimillionaire, I will buy you a McLaren. Multimillion. So if he just gets to a million, Luke, you are crap out of luck. But if it's a multimillion, <laughs> if he gets to it's two. It's got to be in like the at least at least 50 million. Once I get to 50 million, oh. I will buy you a McLaren. But j- just don't let don't let let it make you go uh bankrupt or anything oh yeah yeah well, i tried i tried to help you stuff. out there luke at two million but he wouldn't budge all right no, no all right it is my it is your guest david it is your brother but it is my game very much inspired by you i will give you full credit <laughs> i will give you full credit but uh anyways uh so this is an unwrapping game of sorts we will each get 10 questions. I will get 11 since I have a skipping stone. But we will each uh, host out 10 questions all wrapped in beautiful, beautiful wrapping paper, maybe belying what is underneath the surface and what question we can have. Between me, myself, yourself, and the guest, we will each get five questions to unwrap and answer. Hopefully, if you get it correct, you will gain a point. And if there is a tiebreaker necessary, I'm sure we both have that as well. So I guess the only question left here before we begin here, Luke, is who would you care to face first, myself or your brother? I think I think I want to go against you first. I want to, you know, you're a new person. All right. So, so all right, that means that I will be hosting the game first. Yes, you will be. Okay, so my game, there are 11, because Phil has a, has the right to skip one question if he so chooses, there are 11 options here, uh, lots, 11 gifts under this digital campfire tree that we have, gifts around the campfire, can we go with that, Phil? So, Oh, absolutely, here, and I'll give us those And they're all wrapped fire. in unique wrapping paper, and I'm going to l- just describe each each gift in its wrapping paper at the moment. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's a nice warm fire in the background. Yeah, there it is. Oh. Okay, Snuggle so the weather. first gift here is is quite it's quite large and it has wrapping paper with with lots of sh- uh sharks all over it. And <gasps> I don't know, maybe the shark the sharks imagine the sharks are wearing Christmas hats, just make it a little bit more Oh, Christmas-y. so they're not scary sharks. They're very welcoming sharks. Yes, of course. Uh th- this mm. other gift here is is round and and is covered in soccer balls. So it's a uh, some wrapping paper with soccer balls on it. Then we have one with cows on it, very nice moo moo. Then uh, one with chemistry beakers and test tubes. Oh, that's very interesting. Very fragile. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It, it does say fragile. <laughs> um, then there's one with Australian flags, mate. Yeah. To right. Australian flags all over that gift. Very nice. And then we have one with planets. Some oh, have I do rings. see Uranus on it. Yes. Yeah. You. Uranus <laughs> is very large on there. <laughs> they- <laughs> Larger than it should be. Uh, it's disproportionately large Uranus. Absolutely. And then there's one with lightsabers. <clears throat> That's interesting. One with some random sports equipment. I see a baseball bat. I see I see a bicycle. I see a, 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 Football. a cricket bat. I see um, a curling, br- uh, what do you call it? A broom or, or a, a, what is it that they use in curling? It's a curling like, you know, they, they, Mop the floor. It's a mop that you use for curling. It's all sorts of sports equipment on that one. Then there's one that's just covered in wheels. Then there's one that's covered in video game controllers. Ooh. And then the last one here, this number 11, 
is is all all over this wrapping paper is superheroes. Oh, superheroes. So there you nice. go. There's those are your eleven gifts, and you guys will get to choose which ones you want to open. And I'm gonna say, let's go to you first, Luke, since you are our guest and you are the youngest, and the youngest always goes first. Mm, well, I think I think the superheroes one sounded interesting. So ah, darn you, Luke. Darn you! All right, the first one to get to be opened is the superheroes one. Oh, oh my goodness! What's this inside? It's a question. In the X Men franchise, Halle Berry plays which character? Oh goodness! Uh, I am that old. Wow! I'm struggling to remember the names from the X Men, like the character names. Isn't it? What's her name? Jean? No, it's no. not Jean. It's Storm. Yeah, Halle Berry Storm. plays Storm. Right. This is a generational generational gap, I think. But yeah, no, yeah. Halle Berry plays Storm. She's with white hair. Absolutely fantastic. And, okay, so no point there. Rain. We go. <laughs> she does make it rain. All right, we go to Phil. Phil, which gift tickles your fancy? If you think I'm not picking the sports equipment, you have no idea who I am or what I stand for. All Let right. me unwrap those balls. <laughs> sports equipment oh and inside oh it's it's darts in darts what is the highest that one can score by throwing three darts i want to say a bullseye is not the most that you can do i think it's the outer rim that's the most and that's 60 60 60 so 180 i mean the answer is correct the way you got there was wrong but (laughs) <laughs> we won't get into that. 180 is correct. Phil, you get a point. Uh, All well right. done. All right, Luke, we go back to you. Which present tickles your fancy here? Uh, I think we'll go with the Australian flags. It sounds pretty uh, lucky. All right. Anybody These know the, the national flag. anthem for them? <laughs> I wish. I wish that was true. Kangaroos. What is Ooh. the name of a group of kangaroos? Is it A? Troop, B, court, C, friendship, or D, wagga wagga? <laughs> Is it A, a troop, B, a court, C, a friendship, or D, a wagga wagga? Well, my first thought is, how does anybody, how have I never heard of this before? I feel like I should know this, but I, 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 my best guess would probably be troop. I think it's Troop court. is correct. Troop is correct. Court is actually also correct. There were two correct answers here. So there you go. There is also one more. I can't remember what it was. I think it was a uh, whatever. But friendship was uh, was not correct. And Wagga Wagga is the name of a city in Australia somewhere. So it is not a group of kangaroos. So there you go. Luke, you get a point. Well done. I want to rest my control and throw my hands around the lightsabers, please. All right, lightsabers. In the Star Wars film franchise prequels, who is the only character to wield a purple lightsaber? That would be uh, Samuel Jackson playing Mace Windu. Man, he is tired of these mother effing snakes on this mother effing plane. Well, uh, roundabout there went off track, but you were correct. (laughs) Of course, it is Mace Windu played by Samuel L. Jackson. All right, Luke, your turn. Your third choice here. I, th- I think the sharks with the uh, Santa hats look rather inviting, so I think <laughs> okay. I'll have to go with those. All right, sharks. Choice. Think very carefully. With some supposedly reaching 18 meters or 60 feet long, 
What is believed to be the largest species of shark? Ooh, I'm pretty sure it's the whale shark, right? Oh, very well done. Wow. Very well done. You know, most oh, people would my. have guessed great, great white. But that, yeah, uh, that's what that's what I was thinking at first. But then I, yeah, I remember that was a whale shark. That would be too easy. I would have gone with the mastodon. Well, that is extinct. Um, and it's also not a shark. You're thinking of the megalodon. The mastodon yeah. is like a it's like a, a land mammal with tusks, I'm pretty sure. Oh, either way, I would have been right. <laughs> you would have been wrong, yeah. All right, yeah, well done, Luke. You guys are tied at at, at two apiece. Uh-huh. Very, very intriguing. Phil, we go to you, your third choice here. If I'm going to play game strategy, because let's be honest here, Luke, we're both just playing a game to avoid the chemistry beakers and test tubes. Neither one of us is going to that present willingly. Obviously. Yeah. And so I think that there are a couple other ones that I feel good about, but I think that the next one that you're going to pick would be game controllers. And I do think I have a knowledge in there. So I'm going to go game controllers. All right. Inside, we have uh, we have some very old games. What was the oh, first no. console console video game that allowed progress to be saved? Is it A, Super Mario Bros, oh. B, Halo, C, Donkey Kong, or D, The Legend of Zelda? So it's not Halo. It's one of the other three. And I think, ooh. I think Donkey Kong came afterwards because even though it's Donkey Kong at the top, they didn't make him his own character. It's either Mario or Zelda. Zelda, I think, was a Game Boy, so I don't think it came out on like Sega or anything, or Atari or I guess what, Nintendo on. I'm going to have to go with Mario, Super Mario Bros. And unfortunately, that is incorrect. The the correct answer is The Legend of Zelda. You were very close. You were very close. The Legend of Zelda was the first console video game that allowed progress to be saved, which means that you are both two out of three. And and uh, here we go. Luke, so, you like, get just, your... just for the audience, which ones do we have left? Yes, for, for the audience's sake, which ones do we have left? Sharks is gone. We have soccer balls. We have cows. We have chemistry beakers and test tubes. We have planets. We have wheels and that is it okay mm, okay well seeing as we're playing it uh, strategically here i think i think i have a pretty uh, good knowledge in soccer so i i think i'll go with soccer balls the 2018 fifa world cup saw the introduction of what new technology a goal line technology b electronic whistles for referees c VAR or video assistant referee or D real time heart rate monitoring. I'm pretty sure it was goal line monitoring. I'm pretty sure. You say a goal line technology? Yeah, yeah. No, that's incorrect. It's incorrect. Oh. It was VAR, video assistant referee. Goal line technology has been around a little bit longer, uh, a few World Cups longer, but VAR oh. is only three years old. So there you go. It remains two apiece. Phil, we go to you next. I go to option moo. Bring on the cows. All right. What process is used to make milk safe for human consumption? That's it. I don't get options. That is the question. Yes. Um, it's, isn't it uh, pasteurization? That is correct. Well okay. done, Phil. You have three points now. 
And so, Luke, how many questions have we done now? It's we've each done four. So, Luke, you get uh, you get to pick again. See, now I've come to a difficult decision because it's between chemistry beakers and what wheels, right? Chemistry beakers, wheels, wheels. and planets. And planets. Ooh, uh, okay, yeah, I think I'll have to go with planets then. Yeah. All right. Ganymede is the largest moon in this solar system. Which planet does it orbit? Oh, I'm pretty sure it... Oh, God, I know this, I think. Was it Titan? I swear Titan had the biggest moon. Which planet does it orbit? Oh, wait, no, Titan, wait, yeah, no, Titan's a moon. I can't remember which planet it... It was one of the big ones, so like Saturn, maybe? Saturn's incorrect. It's Jupiter. It's oh, that Jupiter. Would, that would have been my second guess. Well. There you go. Phil, so do you want to no take it? You, you do win right. no matter what because uh, Luca has answered five questions and he has got two points and Phil, you have three points. So honorably, well played, Luke, but uh, Phil, Very you well have played. one. But uh, let's just uh, take a little gander. Why don't you do one more question, Phil, and then we'll let Luke answer another question because Fantastic. your skipping stone uh, is moot at this point. Is, is moot. I'm going to go with chemistry beakers and test tubes. See if the imposing thing was as imposing as it seemed. Uh, what chemical element has an has an atomic number of two? Oxygen? No. Luke, do you know the answer? I I think I do. I, no, but I can't remember. I I knew sure? it, but I can't remember. Yeah. I'm sure you do. I probably. All right, do. it's helium. Helium has uh, an atomic number of two. All right, and then uh, Luke, we'll give you our last question here. Name wheels. Wheels. Name one of the three grand tours in the sport of cycling. I'm blanking completely. Just think about cycling. Name one of the three grand tours. The Tour de France. Tour de France is one of them. Yes, well done. Uh, so we'll give you we'll give you a, a third point there. However, uh, however, Phil, you do you do get the win. Awesome. And the other two, if you're curious, are the Giro d'Italia. And the Vuelta a España. Yeah, there was no ways I was going to know those ones. <laughs> yeah, but most people know the Tour de France, so no worries. All right, Phil, we move on to your game. We do. My boxes of presents aren't just wrapped like uh, whatever they seem to be, but they also incorporate and embody the gift that they have. So mine go something like this underneath my Christmas tree. I, uh, oh yes, warm up the fire again, thank you. Yes, put in another log, crackle. My first gift will be, oh my goodness, it's inside of an aquarium. Looks like it's wet, wet and soggy. Okay. Oh dear. Yes, the next one is uh, a cauldron with, uh, with bubbles and uh, smoke billowing out from within the cauldron. Very scary stuff. Next one looks like it's in the shape of a coffee bean. Could be a conch shell, but it's dark, so I'm going to say it's a coffee bean. Uh, next one looks like a football. Hmm. It's shaped like a football. Next one is in a red heart. Very lovely. Just to be clear, Very it's red. shaped. It's shaped like a, an American football. An American football, absolutely. Yes, okay. laces out. And then uh, this next one is a red heart. Very loving. Very red, but very loving. Uh, next one is a record-shaped gift. Uh, record in uh, putting it on uh, vinyl and uh, playing music. My goodness. Uh, next one is a box. It smells a little, but it's uh, shaped like a piece of meat. Very raw. Next one's a box in the shape of a clown head. 
Looks like it could be a lot of fun. Second to last, we have one that's just inside of a Happy Meal box. And finally, it's a uh, it's round all the way around with a little impalation. That uh, an indentation, maybe indentation. That one too. Yes, it's yeah. a Death Star, Death Star shaped box. Okay. So very diverse assortment of presents here for you both to choose from. I believe Luke got the first chance, got he the did. first choice when he faced me. So now since he's facing you, David, I'll do the exact same. Luca, you have carte a la, you have a la carte choices. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. You can pick whichever one you want, Luke. Go ahead. Hmm, got quite an interesting selection here. But uh, I think the Death Star, the last one, sounded interesting. Uh, take a look in that one. It does, doesn't it? All right. There have been 12 theatrical Star Wars films released. Again, that's theatrical. I'm sure there are multiple mini ones that you can find on Disney+, Plus. but 12 theatrical Star Wars films. I need you, Luke, to name at least 10 of them. At least 10 of them. Okay. Um, we've got... Do I need to be specific with the names of the Clone not Wars? Not the episode numbers. I, I'm not going to be that much of a stickler. But, but the I do names, need yes. Names. Yes, oh, names. Yes. I don't remember the names of the three Clone Wars, but you have those three, I guess. Uh, Rogue One, The Empire Strikes Back. Oh, God. Uh, seven more to go. <laughs> yeah, seven more to go. I'm Hold on. Eight more to go. He said the, he said the Clone Wars. That's an animated theatrical release. It was released theatrically? Yeah. Okay. So you got three then. I, I, I don't know, to be honest. I'm blanking here pretty hard. Uh, you got about five more seconds to think of another one. Um, oh, a, a New Ooh. Hope? Yeah, absolutely. I th- yeah, wasn't that the first one? I, th- I, th- I think it, it was. It was. It was. It was. Um, you have four. Six more. The, the Phantom five. Menace? Yes, absolutely. Um, five. Uh, the, the, the the new ones, the Last Jedi, three, yes, the Rise of Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I I don't know yeah. anymore though. I don't think. Ah, oh, okay. You had a couple more to choose from there. You certainly got a respectable amount. Seven. Uh, you have, of course had. Uh, you said the Rise of Skywalker. There's of course Solo, a Star Wars story. Oh, yeah, There's right. the Last Jedi. You said Rogue One. He said the Last Jedi. I know. Yeah. Oh, he said The Last Jedi, of course. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he said Rogue One. Uh, the Force Awakens was also available to you. You, of course, Att- did Attack say Star Wars. Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith are there as well. Absolutely. The Phantom Menace, you said. Return of the uh, Return of the Jedi mm-hmm. is there. And the Empire it, Strikes Back. He said The Empire was, Strikes uh, Back. Yep. So there we go. That accounts for all of them. Hoffman, David. I guess I should be more specific. That's going to be yes. taking a lot to get used to. Which one of the rest of the nine would you care for? All right, I it's it's definitely it's definitely tough. I think I would like the football shaped box, please. Interesting. All right, dare the football, I? <laughs> dare you? This was going to be tough for either one of you, but I think you at least have a better shot at this oh. one, David. Football shaped box. How many Super Bowls? Have my beloved Denver Broncos won as of this recording, November 29th, 2021. And before right. he, and just to give you a hint, they have won. Yes, at least I know. One. I know. I know. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I, I believe I may have watched or at least caught whiff of that was one before I maybe watched the Super Bowl, but I, you know, kept up with, you know, who won the Super Bowl. And I knew that Peyton Manning had won one with the Broncos along with Von Miller. I know he was in the team as well. 
All right. I think I really don't know. Call I really don't know. I'm going to have to guess and I'm going to say three. Right on the number three, one, one with Peyton Manning, two, one back to back with John Elway. We love it. He is on the board with a point. Luke, you're going to have to step up here because I do not need yeah, David no, to catch up. He answered that one. Yes. Yes. I didn't think you'd have a shot at that one, but there are a couple here that I think might lean towards you, Luke. Which one of the of the uh, remaining eight would you care to pick? I'm I'm gonna go for the I'm gonna go for the aquarium. The aquarium. Ooh, very nicely done. Yes, very subtle. The blue whale is an animal of regality and nobility within the animal kingdom, and a respected predator by all who inhabit the ocean. How much semen does a blue whale produce per ejaculation? Oh, I, a, I, a eight liters. I'm I'm a little I'm a little scared that you're already willing to answer. But a eight liters. B eleven liters. C thirteen liters. Or D eighteen liters. I think I've heard the, the I think I've heard the answer to this before. Sure. And like a sure. Somebody fact. somewhere told you this. You weren't looking this up on your own at all, Luke. And, and no, the dark web. <laughs> yeah. I think it was eighteen liters. I I, I think. So option D eighteen liters. I think so, yeah. Of course it was. If you think I wasn't going to put option D as the correct answer for semen, you are incorrect. I'm not that mature. David and Luke are tied at one apiece, but Luke is on his second question. David, let's get to yours. I would like the the cauldron. I'm curious as to what's, what's bubbling in that cauldron. Ooh, it's bubbly. A present in the shape of a cauldron with smoke billowing out, and inside is a piece of paper. It says, put these following Disney villains in their correct order in terms of the movie they are associated with's release date. The original version, I should say. And I will give you the villains' names in alphabetical order as so nothing is imbued or hinted at. You get one mulligan, David. You get one mulligan. I will tell you that that is the incorrect order, if it is so. And then... uh, then here we go. All right. Okay. In alphabetical order, Captain Hook, Cruella DeVille, the Evil Queen, Monstro, and Prince John. Who is Monstro? I think part of the question is knowing who the villain okay. is. All right. So uh, there are five of them? There are five of them. Once again, Captain okay. Hook, Cruella DeVille, the Evil Queen, Monstro, and Prince John. All right. I'm going to say Evil Queen first. Then Captain Hook, then Prince John, then Cruella DeVille, and then Monstro, whoever Monstro is. Whoever Monstro is. Well, you are incorrect and thus have used your mulligan. You get one more reordering. And I'll even go one further. You have the Evil Queen correct. All right, I'm going to say Evil Queen, Monstro, Captain Hook, Prince John, Cruella DeVille. Wow, that is painfully close. You only mixed up the last two. It is the Evil Queen Monstro, the whale from Pinocchio, Captain ah. Hook, Cruella DeVille, and Prince John. Yeah, who's Prince John? He's the lion uh, prince that goes against Robin Hood. Oh. Did you ever see Disney's Ro- Yes. Yeah, but that did came you ever see- after. Oh, it did. It, it did. did. Yeah. It did. Okay. Okay. All right. So you two are tied in both questions and points. Correct. Luke, let's start anew. Let's start anew. What is the next gift you wish to unwrap? 
Mm, okay, well, we're on even playing field now, so they've got to make this count. I'm going to go with the Red Heart. No? The Red Heart, how very sweet and tender. The Red Heart, we start to unwrap it, and it beats a little bit harder. How many chocolate truffles come in the average Lindt Lindor milk chocolate heart box? Is it A, 14, B, 16, C, 18, or D, 25? I'd imagine it'd be pretty even, so I'm going to go with 18. He's going to go with 18, and unfortunately, he is incorrect. The answer was A, 14. So now we go to you, David. You could take an early lead. Of course, I should at this point relist the available presents to you. We have taken away the aquarium and cauldron, but we still have available to us the coffee bean, the record-shaped gift, a box shaped like a piece of meat, and a clown head, as well as a Happy Meal. I think I want the meat. Give me, give me the meat. Give you the meat. He says, I'm sure that will age well. Yes. (laughs) With Tiger King season two being released on Netflix, you get five guesses to guess the exact number of viewers who watched Netflix's season one of Tiger King in millions. Make a guess and I will give you a higher or lower indication from that number. Five guesses to get the correct guess. And no half a million, you know, one and a half million or anything. So. Okay, so I'm going to put my first guess at 180 million. Lower. 120 million. Lower. 70 million? Lower. 50 million. Higher. Okay, now you stand at a chance of 50 to 7, well, above 50 million. So 51 million. Oh, man. 69 million okay, gonna, is somewhere where you must reside. I'm going to say 64 million. Luke, I don't know how he got this number, but he got it right on the nose. 64 <laughs> million no is the indeed no number. Way. I am I am shocked that you somehow got there. I what? I it never even enters my mind. One in nineteen too, chance. A one in Absolutely. nineteen chance. Isn't isn't that it never like even entered my mind that you would go? Yeah. I never even entered my mind that you would uh, you would go above a hundred million. So once you even started there, I was like, "Oh shoot, I, I messed this game up." But but that is still surprises me. I I thought like globally it would have. That's so Her interesting. Variety. Her variety magazine. I mean, that was a pretty resourceful uh, place. Yeah, but you're right. I'm, I'm I'm not saying it's incorrect. It's just it's just surprising. Absolutely. All right, Luke. <laughs> you have you've avoided some pretty tough questions but still in all you're you're trailing behind in one point where is the what is the score is the two one gonna, two one david only holds a one point lead okay gotta even it out now i guess um let's go with the, the got, clown head the clown head Ooh, this should be all full of chuckles oh wait it's very scary as well how much did the box office for it, the movie it make higher or lower than eight hundred and twenty-six million U.S. dollars. Hmm. Let um, me just clarify. This is just chapter one. Just chapter one, not chapter two included. Okay. So you want me to make five guesses, and you'll tell me higher or lower? No. Or? No. This one is is e- much easier. Higher or lower than eight hundred and twenty-six million dollars. 
Ooh, um, I'm pretty sure the first one did pretty well, so I'm going to say higher. It did do pretty well, but it's still lower than 826. It is only at $702 million. $702 million. So, Luke, you do not advance here. But luckily, David goes uh, first here for this next one. Where would you like to uh, unwrap next, David? All right. So what is left? We have the coffee bean. We have the record and the happy meal. The Happy Meal. Okay, so I'm going to go with the the record. All right. Which of these number one albums have the current title of most sold album of 2021? Oh, Drake's Certified Lover Boy, Adele's 30, Taylor Swift's re-released Red Album, Billie Eilish's Happier Than Ever, or Olivia Rodrigo's Sour. I think it's got to be, I think 30 and, and the Red Album, although, I mean, the Red Album really is, uh, is it called? Yeah, that was the Taylor Swift Red Album, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah so I think that Red, one's really yeah. huge, but it also just came out. But then again, it is really huge. So I am going to go with T-Swizzle all the way, the Red Album. And I'm glad you did, because it is actually Adele's 30, accomplishing oh. that feat in under three wow. weeks. It's it's astounding, astounding success. Adele- Yeah, go home, uh, Drake. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, no certified lover boy does not make this one. And even Olivia Rodrigo's Sour was pretty successful, but not to that. All right, Luke, we're going to go to you first. You have your pick of the litter here with only two left to go. We have a coffee bean or a present in the shape of a Happy Meal. Now. In order to even have a chance at the tiebreaker, you have to get this right. You'll need to get this right and have David miss his present. So pretty important pick here. Well, I'm I'm not a big fan of McDonald's and I don't go there very often. So I think I think a coffee bean is a much safer option. All right. He chooses the coffee bean. How many pounds of coffee are consumed globally annually? Higher or lower than 7.5? billion pounds again globally and annually annually higher Ooh, that's or, yes i'm gonna i'm gonna have to say higher I, we got a lot of coffee drinkers in the world america alone has 130 million coffee drinkers and i don't know if it's just them alone but somehow we as a global nation we uh we all drink about 12 billion pounds globally annually that is indeed higher than 7.5 billion pounds luke you have tied the game up it is now a thrilling conclusion and it could be ended all for naught by david hoffman here to spoil your evening he opens up what i'm sure was his number one choice all along the happy meal the happy meal (laughs) the happy meal david oh you know me so little go on (laughs) david how many calories are in a mcdonald's hamburger happy meal in america a, 425, B, 485, C, 525, or D, 585? I am going to say 525, C, 525. C, 525 is his final answer, but it's not either one of your final answer. We are going to the tiebreaker. It was indeed oh. A, 425 calories. Fairly low for a Happy Meal, actually. All right. Here I mean, we that's go. A, that's, that's a sizable chunk of calories. So 
Sure, right. sure. But it includes an apple, Hoffman. It includes an apple. All right, tiebreaker. Forgive Luke, me. You're going to have to go first since you forced the tie. How much does Snoop Dogg weigh, according to a quick Google search, in pounds or kilograms for you Europeans? Uh, and Luke, we'll go with you first. Any number you want, go ahead. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Okay, well, I feel like Snoop Dogg's relatively tall. He's just not very, you know, uh, girth, girthy. I, I, that's probably not the right word to use, but he's, he, he's, <laughs> he's a good not a word we like to use around here, so you're fine, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's girthy in some ways, maybe, but... <laughs> Snoop Doggy um, Dog. Do I just have to throw in a guess? You, and the, you the can D-O throw in any G, guess you want. The double G stands for double, like very girthy, double chin. Yeah. <laughs> Is so in pounds, right? In pounds, pounds or, or kilograms, kilograms which, whichever one you want. I got both. I think I'd I'd guess he's probably like sixty-five kilos, maybe sixty-five kilos. So then, David, you'll have to answer in kilos as well. Okay, well, I'm fairly confident that he's higher than sixty-five kilos. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna say sixty-six, and I'm I'm confident that I will be closer. You are you are correct, and you are taking home the 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 whole prize. It is seventy-five kilograms or one hundred and sixty-five pounds uh, total for the man. So, David, you take home the you have victory. A very Merry Christmas to you at the at the expense of your younger brother. I hope you feel good about that. <laughs> you, uh, I'm sure it won't make for a, for an awkward Christmas ham uh, whenever you guys get together this year. But Luke, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I I'd ask you if there's anything to plug, but since you're uh, still in high school, I'm sure that there won't be. So I want to ask you: Is there anything you want to say to David? As he kicked your ass today. Um, well, I, I would sleep with one eye open tonight. I'm not. I'm not the. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, oh, I never sleep. That's what you don't know about me. Oh, uh, thank you so much, Phil, for having me on the show, and you too, David. Yeah, thanks. Thank you, Phil, for, for having <laughs> Luca on the show. I I am very gracious with my time and who I want to have on my show. Yes, <laughs> now you're very welcome, Luca. <laughs> Yes, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. It's always a pleasure bringing on Hoffman and his family. Uh, And now we have a Hoffman, a fellow Hoffman to go to, if I so choose to bring you on again, Luke, of course. Thank you so much. Let's, uh, Let's get to the scores. With both of us winning, I boost my score up to 18 and 20, while David goes up to 17 and 21. Still ahead of you, buddy! Slaps Daddy. Slaps Daddy. All right, go ahead, Phil. All right, my that slaps is on brand. It was hard because now we're in Christmas, but I don't want to add a Christmas song to a year-long playlist. So because of that, I had to go more on theme, and I went with Paper Planes by M.I.A. Because the first couple lyrics are, I fly like paper, get high like planes. Good song. Good on theme. Go ahead, Hoffman. All right. So before we got on here, I decided I wanted to take a shower because I wanted to feel fresh despite being already somewhat inebriated. And during that shower, I put on my 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 waterproof Bluetooth speaker to play some jams while I was in the shower. 
And I was having a party in that shower, man. I was having a great time. And the song that I first played was Dreaming by Small Pool Small Pools. Dreaming by Small Pools. And it is a jam that slaps. So definitely check it out. And with that, it is time to say goodbye. But first, we have a few thank yous. First of all, to Cass and Crossland and to Jake Corlang. Thank you guys so much for your contribution to this podcast. Thank you so much, Tara Amstutt and Josh Hans, for your wonderful contributions to the show. You make it look so beautiful. All right. Follow us on Instagram at powwow underscore podcast. And... Tell your friends. We'd love to have them listen. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, etc. Just not stinking Pandora because screw you, Pandora. Man, I got to stop smoking all this campfire. I just start to get these really bad dreams of big old bears. Bears.